This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us now from our SENSA, our neighbours, so to speak, we're going to be chatting with Paul Bonser to catch up on everything South Australian sport. And it's been a big, busy time over in Adelaide. And there's even more to come across this weekend as well. But we're going to start with this. Has he got the leg, boys, from 48? I'd say no. We got a bit on that. And it's oh. coming back, coming back, coming back. Robbie's kick one. But 49 metres out, the boys get around him. Draws an opponent, gets it to Chase Jones, drives it to an unprotected goal and kicks a point. Well, I would have rather go the other end and get Robbie. There we go, siren margin, 56 points. Robbie Gray's played his last game ever. 57 points, I think it is. Apologies. Game number 271 as everyone rises to their feet. Let's listen to the Port Adelaide song as Travis Boak embraces... They give each other a massive hug. Here we go. So it was Port Adelaide with the bragging rights to head into summer. And Bonds, how's it been over in South Australia over the weekend? Welcome as well. Well, welcome to you, Jen. Uh, yeah, look, it's um, it's been a big week. There's been lots of talk and it's been great fun. And the rivalry continues. But Port Adelaide is smiling after... Sending Robbie Gray off in the way he deserved to be sent off. What an absolute superstar of our game, Robbie Gray. Uh, Keep a couple of goals on the night, uh, which was uh, great. And as you heard from Kim Dillon there on the AFL Nation call, um, yeah, he uh, played his part in, in a big win to the power. The showdowns are normally very close to this one. 56 points in favour of uh, the black, white and teal. And Connor Rosie winning the showdown medal. Yes, um, he's just getting better and better. He's 34 disposals at 80% efficiency and 527 metres gained. Uh, he was probably clearly the best best player on the ground. Um, and also, he was named in the All-Australian side today, along with um, Rory Laird and Taylor Walker from the Crows. So we're the three South Australians named in that All-Australian squad. Yes, the 44 uh, named across today, yeah. which we will and have been talking about across the show already. And yeah. look, um, I guess with both of the South Australian sides, they, they haven't made the top eight. They're, they're finished for season 2022, I guess, other than planning their their Mad Monday type outfits. What can you give us as a thing that worked well for each of the sides across the season and where their their major priority for need for improvement might be? Oh, look, Port obviously got up to a... a a zero and five start, which was always going to be possible to make the finals from there. No team's ever done it, and no team still hasn't done it. So, look, they, they, uh, I think they just lack a little bit of speed through the midfield, um, and they probably could do with one more tall defender 
Uh, they've got a reasonably good defence, but uh, I, I think they, you know, they're coming along quite well. They've got some good kids coming through at sample level, and um, you know, but they lose to Robbie Gray and they lose uh, Carl Amon, who's uh, going to be traded, as we found out today, and also Stephen Motlop retires. So they've lost a couple, but that just gives opportunities for younger kids to come through. And um, I think they've got the talent. And obviously, Todd Marshall's taken a big step forward in their forward line. So it's not as big a gap if Charlie Dixon gets injured. Hopefully, Arazio Fantasia, the forgotten man of Port Adelaide, he can uh, sort of get fit and play some games next year. So uh, I look, positive signs for Port Adelaide. Wouldn't surprise me if we see them uh, jump back into the eight next year. Uh, and what about for um, the, the Crows? What's their major priority leading into the off-season? Yeah, look, they're still building. I, they finished the season really well, but they had, you know, they they had four wins against uh, basically they beat North Melbourne twice and beat West Coast twice. So um, their win-loss record's a little bit, I guess, um, not, you know, they didn't, didn't have many big wins. They did beat Carlton late in, late in the year, which was a great win. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, I, I still think they're a couple of years away from, from playing finals. They've got, again, got some good talent down low, the likes of Rochelle and, uh, and Saligo. These are very good players, still Thorpe. They're going to be great players for the Crows down the track. And, of course, um, might be a, a couple of players coming, well, at least one down from the Gold Coast to make them a little bit stronger as well. <laughs> Uh, yes. Now, obviously, in um, South Australian senses, no, no more men's AFL to keep supporting, but in perfect timing, get to go across and start supporting Adelaide Crows, who have just, um, well, realistically dominated AFLW since its inception. They're the most successful side across its brief history at six seasons so far. So seventh season sees Port Adelaide, sees the storyline of Aaron Phillips going across to Port Adelaide. So in a sense, there's great chance for everyone to jump on board the AFLW once again. I think the timing is perfect. Uh, I think it's really good. And I'm very excited because I found out uh, that I'll be calling the Crows-Melbourne game on Friday night. Brilliant. Um, this, yeah, for SEN. So you'll be able to hear that uh, across uh, the SEN channels and on the app. But um, the game's been moved. It was scheduled for Norwood Oval, uh, but Norwood Oval is a bit of a mud heap. And I might have mentioned that last week. It was uh, it was shocking. And um, so they've moved it to Glenelg Oval. So that will be Friday night, the Crows taking on the Ds at Glenelg in the grand final rematch, which uh, gets underway just after 7 o'clock Adelaide time. While I've got a chance, have a good call. I know it'll go really well Thank for you. you. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, I got to, to call the Crows a trial, as I mentioned, since North Melbourne last week. So, as I mentioned, so it was good. Look, yeah, really looking forward to it and uh, the opportunity to calling more AFLW games. Uh, yeah, can't wait, really. It's going to be going to be a great clash. And even though Aaron Phillips has gone from the Crows, they still have a very strong lineup. So it should be a great game. Should be a very good game. Grand final rematch. And of course, Port Adelaide have their very first game, but it is away. So they'll be playing over here where I'm based in Perth against the West Coast Eagles, which I think they'll be quietly humming and confident that they could, you know, have a first up potential victory against an existing side. So I wouldn't be surprised if they come very much ready to cause an upset. Yeah, they've put together a really good squad of, of players. Yes, they're young, 
but uh, they've got some experience here. Obviously, Aaron Phillips is a massive uh, a massive player for them, leading them as well, wearing the number one jumper as his, his tradition at Port Adelaide. And Gemma Horton over from Frio, she's you know they're probably the two stars in that lineup, and but a lot of very exciting, talented youngsters in that Port Adelaide lineup. So um, yeah, it won't be long before we get the uh, AFLW showdown between the Crows and the Power as well. Yeah, so looking forward to that as well. That's going to be great. Now, switching across to the Sandfall League, we haven't had a chance to cover off on it for a couple of weeks probably, and I think it's it's finals time, isn't it? Yeah, finals coming up this week. Um, it was a it was a fantastic final round of footy. The top four teams, well, the top three teams all lost, and the team that finished fourth, Glenelg, they were going to lose the game until Lockie Hosey kicked the goal in the 31st minute of the final quarter to win the game. There was about 30 seconds left in the game. He kicked the goal to put the Tigers in front. So if uh, he didn't do that, then uh, the top four teams would have lost in the final round. North Adelaide finished top of the ladder and uh, the Adelaide Crows in second. And then Norwood, Glenelg and Sturt. So elimination final, this it's a double header this Sunday. And again, we'll be bringing that to you on SENSA or on the uh, SEN app. Glenelg taking on Sturt in the elimination final on Sunday from 12.15. And then the qualifying final, Adelaide Crows taking on Norwood at 3.15. Any tips for those two games? Uh, I like Sturt. Sturt knocked off uh, North Adelaide on uh, the weekend. They finished fifth. But Glenelg has just been a bit up and down. Uh, so Sturt knocked off uh, the league leaders on the weekend. They've got a very strong lineup. Um, Tom Lewis comes back into the middle of the ground. Just a, a, some good experience forward and back. So uh, I'd like Sturt to beat Glenelg in the elimination final. And I think Norwood will be a little bit too good for the Adelaide Crows. The Adelaide Crows are limited to how many players they can play in the final series. They have to... Uh, qualify a certain amount of players. So I think they've only got 14 AFL-listed players. So that makes them a little bit weaker and a bit tougher. It'll be a good game, but I think Norwood will just be a bit strong. Yeah, that's probably a rule for reason, because imagine now if they're able to stack it. So anyway, that's probably a good thing. And a familiar name for most in Dan Menzel, he has claimed the leading goal kicker of the year. I think it's the Ken Farmer medal. It is the Ken Farmer medal. He's been leading uh, most of the season. And uh, he's a very nice bloke, Dan. Um, I know him quite well, and he's a, he's a good bloke and well-deserved. And to see with all the knee injuries and, and injury problems he's had throughout his whole career, he, uh, it's been his most successful year as far as injuries go. And he showed his class and, and won easily won the Ken Farmer medalist for the highest goal kicker in the sample. Excellent work. All right, well, enjoy the Sandful finals, week one of finals. Again, coming in a, a great weekend for local supporters to get around the Crows women and then into as well into the, the Sandful finals. So it's working out kind of nicely. Uh, the other thing this weekend, if there's enough, uh, as if there wasn't already enough sport to watch, you have the rugby. Yes, Saturday night. Well, sorry, Saturday night. Saturday afternoon, I should say. The Wallabies in the Springboks at Adelaide Oval. So that's going to go off. There's going to be a big crowd there, I'm sure. Um, that's at three o'clock. But even at the, the curtain raiser to that game is the Wallaroos versus the Black Ferns. So the girls take to Adelaide Oval at 12.15 and then uh, 
the big one, uh, the Wallabies take on the number one team in the world, the Springboks, at 3 o'clock. I think, that, yeah, a huge doubleheader. And I believe it's been something like 20 years since rugby union, since the Wallabies have been in Adelaide town. So I think it should be yes, a bumper 18, crowd. 18 years it is, uh, Jen. 18 years since we've had the uh, had the Wallabies here. So great for Adelaide and South Australia. And where else would you want to play than the beautiful Adelaide Oval? Right. Probably my favourite ground across Australia out of the ones I've gotten to play I'm at. A little, so. I'm a little biased and I think it is too. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, the cricket kick starts back up for our Aussie men this weekend. Yeah, and aren't we excited? This is, you know, obviously, that's our number one sport. We love our cricket. And it sort of snuck up on us a little bit here. Australia take on Zimbabwe in Townsville in three ODIs. It starts on Sunday, 9.30 in the morning, Eastern time. And um, then there's another game on Wednesday and another game the following Saturday, all starting at that early time. So uh, the Aussies taking on Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe haven't been here for a long, long time. Not since uh, Heath Streak was running around for Zimbabwe, I think. So uh, looking forward to the Aussies playing some one-day cricket. Yeah, that's a, that's a name I haven't thought of in a while, in Heath Streak. But yes, great to, here I am thinking like the hundreds on and I'm worrying about the BBL platinum lists and those sorts of things. And then, yeah, I sort of was snuck up on me when we were chatting. I was like, hang on, yeah, Australia plays this, this coming weekend. There you go. Get around it. And one other thing, one other thing on Sunday as well, um, yes. great news that Dave Warner's uh, going to play for the Thunder in the BBL. But the BBL draft is on this Sunday as well. So uh, make sure you tune into that. That should be a bit of fun. Awesome. Well, comprehensive from you. So much going on. You're going to have a very busy week. So we appreciate you spending your Monday evening with us here on the Overnight Crowd and look forward to chatting to you this time next week. Thanks, Jen. Chat soon. Hey. Well, don't Adelaide have a lot of sport coming up across this weekend? Great to talk with Paul Bonzer from SENSA. All the best for him in the grand final rematch call. It should be a belter. The Adelaide Crows taking on Melbourne Demons in the AFLW on Friday. Two teams for mine that will be contenders once again this season. All right, it's time to open back up the shell card fueled by a century of knowledge talkback line, 1300 736 736. Get dialing, let's get chatting after this on the Overnight Crowd. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain, or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.